You're listening to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast with your host, Melody Spencer. This is episode 18. Hey guys, welcome to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Melody Spencer, and I'm so excited to have Bird Mejia here today. She is an amazing intuitive coach, and she helps women from a very heart-centered place just learn to be intuitive and just live their very best lives. So, so welcome, Bird. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I have created a program called Heal Your Heart, and I've done this because of my own journey. I, like a lot of us, um, I've had a lot of heartbreak. Um, I guess I could ask how many, how many out there have had a broken heart? Um, and if I ask that, most of us have had a broken heart. And a lot of times we go through our lives with our broken hearts. Mm. Um, so sometimes a broken heart starts from, from some of, for some of us, it starts at childhood. You know, a parent has broken our heart. Um, we weren't loved the way we were supposed to be. And we have to give our credit, our parents credit, because they all did the best they could. But usually the dysfunction passes on from generation to generation. So if we were able to watch our parents, we would see that they went through something difficult. And so they weren't able to love. So sometimes our broken hearts start from childhood, even childhood experiences, even something that could happen with a friend or whatever situation. And then as life goes on, you know, you've had your your loves and your heartbreaks. And so a lot of us go on with our heart broken. And what happens when you have a broken heart is a lot of us tend to kind of barricade it and kind of hide it. So Mm. um, the heart is related to everything in the body. A lot of people don't know that. So the heart is, the heart is what fuels the organs all the other organs, it fuels the blood and the circulatory system and the respiratory system and even the the sexual center. So when you have a vibrant, alive heart, all those things are working and your immunity is good, but when you don't, it affects, it actually affects the body and then it affects just life in general. So um, that is, I've had a lot of hard things I've had to deal with and in my process a few years ago, I woke up and, you know, I have two master's degrees and I have been teaching online writing classes for years and I had what looked like from the outside a long, successful marriage, you know, my child and, and such. And I woke up and I had known it. I had known it for a long time, but it took me a long time to actually really face it. I wasn't very happy. You know, I had, and I don't think I'd been happy a lot of my life. I wasn't very joyful. I wasn't even very joyful as a child. I was a very serious child. There's a lot of pressure on me to be perfect and to lead a good example, you know, like, like a lot of us have. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of anger inside. I, I just wasn't very joyful. And I decided I needed to change that. And so I decided to go on a self-healing journey. And it's taken me a few years. And in that process, I became a non-yoga instructor, which is a self-healing yoga that is derived from the yoga of immortality. I became a harmonium healing practitioner, which is kind of energy work that's on the spinal cord that helps alleviate the body of pain that a lot of us live with, and a lot of it's recorded in the spinal cord. So I've done all these things, and I've, been, I've studied 
healing workshops. I mean, I've done hours and hours and hours, so many like hundreds of online courses on all these subjects. And as I healed myself, I, I just learned to really love myself and like to fall in love with myself. Mm. And I raised my vibrations. So I started vibrating things at a higher rate and I started vibrating different kind of people that were beneficial to me, that energized me instead of my old relationships that drained me and sometimes left me in tears or left me angry. My life just transformed. And so um, I've taken all these things and I, I'm very passionate. I've always been very passionate and caring about helping others. So I put all this together to assist others in their in their journey. That's incredible. So when did you kind of decide that you would take all these passions and all these things and turn them into a business and turn them into turning yourself into an entrepreneur effectively? Okay, so let me talk about my my feeling on following your bliss. Joseph Campbell talked about following your bliss and if any of you love star wars which a lot of us do star wars george lucas modeled that after joseph campbell's work on the hero's journey and following your bliss so i believe that a lot of times we're born with something that we're supposed to do a gift that only we have so all of you that are listening out there everybody has a unique gift that only you have and a lot of times we have no idea what that is. And maybe we had the idea when we were kids, but it got blocked and we just don't remember anything. So a lot of times we go through life and you, you have an instinct about it from your inner desires. So, you know, Star Wars is actually a model of how you follow your hero's journey and someone comes along to your life and or a new situation comes along and pushes you and you first you you do not want to go for the call. You resist the call. Mm -hmm. Eventually you do, and that's your journey. And sometimes the journey is like this huge labyrinth. So it could be that, you know, maybe you've always wanted to take a writing class, for example, and you don't know why, but, you know, people tell you that you can't write or, you know, parents run a gear against that or took a class in school and they said you're a horrible writer. So sometimes you resist it. And then eventually you do. And then maybe that writing class leads to, a different kind of career you had never thought about, or you meet somebody in a writing class that takes you another direction, and that direction takes you someplace else. So it's kind of like this labyrinth. So that was kind of what it was for me, is that I just started the self-healing journey, and I've always loved empowering people. And uh, about a year ago, I understood, I just had a knowing that my life work was to empower people. And I didn't know exactly how I was going to bring these things about. But I just said, let me start putting these things together. I started getting active on Facebook, doing Facebook Lives, trying to empower people. And then I had another heartbreak that was just unexpected, somebody that I had a real deep connection with. And, I, you know, I processed through it quickly because of the things I've learned. You know, I was down for a day, and two days later, I was like, okay, what are the lessons? What do I do? How do I transform this? And I started putting all my all the things and all the tools I've learned over the years into play. And about that time I had, I met somebody that just came into my life and it was somebody that wasn't part of my tribe. He was a man and he asked me, he could meet with me because he had some things that he needed to talk to somebody about. And so I did, and I did a session with him and a harmonious healing session and it was a kind of a one-on-one -on -one coaching session. 
And he was a man that was normally wouldn't have been in my tribe. He wasn't into all the spiritual things like I do. He wasn't into all the, he didn't know a lot of the jargon and the lingo that I do. Mm-hmm. And he started talking to me about his broken heart and he ended up crying and I helped him through it. And at that time I realized I'm like, this is my work. And I had always thought it was just going to be for women. And I decided, you know, I'm going to open this up for men and women because I think it's also healing. I think a lot of times with women, when we've been hurt, a lot of times we cycle through different, you know, we keep attracting, you know, we keep tracking that same man into our life or that same relationship. And, you know, for me, that's what I had to take a look at. I'm like, why do I keep attracting these relationships and these men that don't treat me nearly how I should be treated? How come I keep going through this? And I had to undate and find out the root was that this was my mother. This is how my mother treated me. And so Mm -hmm. it was what I was used to. So um, I decided to open it up to men and women because I think it's healing for us as women to, to be in, you know, part of the the group is going to be a Facebook group too, that will stay live just to have interactions with other men that have had their hearts broken and to understand that it's a human condition and there's wonderful men and women doing, doing, um, that have gone through the same things. So I'm doing it for both, and I'm having both men and women come to me. And so it's kind of unexpected. So it's kind of like following your bliss. You mm. start on your journey, and you don't really know where it's going to lead, but it's led here, and I I don't know. I've never been so excited about something before. <laughs> I know it's what I'm supposed to be doing, and I just am very passionate you know, because I also feel like when you heal your heart, you also open up your bliss. Like when you heal your heart, then all of a sudden you can open your heart up and you can realize, hey, this is what I really love to do. Because what happens when you heal your heart is you've learned that you are the love of your life. Because this is what happens. Now, everyone out there, think about the person that you love. And Melody, think about this too. Think about the person that you've loved most in your life. Maybe it was your puppy love or your first love, someone that you just adored. And you know, it could be a parent, it could even for some of us, it could even be a pet, you know, or a child. Just consider that person a moment, just think about them. Now think about when that person made a mistake or when that person was, showed their weakness, do we still love them? Mm-hmm. Yes, we love them no matter what. No matter what they did, we were always there for them. We just adored them. We saw their good and their bad and we supported and loved them because we because that's what love is, right? Mm-hmm. So how many of us can look in the mirror and take the way we love the person we've loved most in our life and turn that on to ourselves and truly look in the mirror and truly love ourselves the same way? Um, I know for me, I couldn't do that. I was a giver. I've been giving and giving and giving, but I wasn't so good about giving to myself and when you're not able to do self-care really give to yourself it is a form of not really truly loving yourself so that is one of the processes that I've learned is to really fall I call it you have to fall in love with yourself so I start this is how I start every day every morning now I look in the mirror Melody and I look at myself and I get this you know from the great late Louise Hayes who um, has helped so many of us but I look in the mirror and I look in my eyes and I say I love you, Bird Mejia. I really, really love you. And then I say, you're the love of my life. I will never leave you. And then I laugh because, of course, I can't leave myself, right? So um, <laughs> it, it, it makes me giggle. 
Um, but I think it's important for us to do that because when you learn to really go inward and love yourself, then you can find what pleases you. Um, yeah. and, then, and then you also, um, when you learn to really love other people and you learn that the people that come out of your, in your life taught you lessons, right? Mm. So they were here for lessons. If we can look at it that way, sometimes people come into our life for a lifetime and those are lifelong life partners. And some of them, some of us meet them when they're, we're 17 or 18 years old and you see these couples that are just happily married and happily together for a year. Well, that was their journey. Um, for a lot of us, it's not that. We have different people that are karmic relationships or soulmate relationships that come into our lives to teach us lessons. And instead of afterwards when they're gone, just wallowing in a heartbreak and why did they do this and what's wrong with me? Because you know, that's how I, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Well, how does, why does this keep happening? What come this man doesn't treat me well? How come this man's leaving me again? Why did my mother do this to me? How come she wasn't there? Well, the truth is it had nothing to do with you. It had to do with them and their own wounds. And I look at it now that they had a lesson to teach me. And my greatest lesson was that it made me go inward and truly love myself. And it made me strong, even the hardest things. So the things that I've gone through that have been really difficult, and I have been through some really difficult things and some toxic relationships that were not healthy for me. And I just bless I bless all the people that have come. And the thing is, you know, I have one ex that was particularly awful to me afterwards. And I am thankful because guess what? He can come in. I still love him. He can come into my room and into my space and I can look at him honestly in the eyes and say, I still love you. Now that does not mean because the relationship was toxic, I want him in my life. There's a difference between that. I don't want him in my space because that's not honoring myself. But you can still have someone that's not there and you can still send them love. And, you know, if it's someone that has passed away that is not here any longer, well, there's a heart core. You can still feel that person. When we love, they're always there. And when we love somebody no matter what, and when we can still love them even if they're not in our lives anymore, we can bless them. It just strengthens us because it makes us love more. And if we can love more, how does that, how can that disempower you? It actually just empowers you. It fuels you. Like if you can still love no matter what, that's why I call my heart. I've had this broken heart and I turn it into a titanium heart. So mm. no matter what happens, nothing's going to keep me from loving and giving love and just being love because I believe that we're here to love and to learn to love. So that absolutely, yeah, that's such a beautiful sentiment. Um, so as you've been creating this business, what has been the scariest, biggest challenge you've come up against so far? The biggest challenge was leaving from my job. <laughs> um, because I worked at a job for years and it wasn't what I wanted to do and I knew it, but it was safe. And for months and months and months, I had an inner knowing that I needed to leave and I am supporting my daughter now on my own. So it wasn't like I could just, you know, go crash at a friend's house if things didn't work out. I have, you know, that's not going to be acceptable for my daughter to say, we're going to go live in a living room with somebody. I have to maintain a wonderful home for her. So there is a Native American proverb that says, a long life's journey, you'll come to a great chasm. Jump. It is not as wide as you think. 
So I came to that great chasm, and it's freaking scary. When you think about a chasm, it, you know, you're jumping. If you fall, you're going to, you might, you might die, right? You know? Mm, yeah. So, um, scary. So most of us are not going to jump that. But for me, taking that leap um, from the job was, um, and I had been working part-time for a long time, so I didn't do it just being silly and stupid. You know, I've been, for me, it was just that I can't continue juggling working full-time and working my time part-time business for all these, you know, I had been doing it for years. Like eventually I had to, to leave and I had to trust that I would have my wings and I would learn along the way how to do all those things. So that for me was the biggest thing. I think it's about following my bliss or following mm-hmm. my instincts. My instinct said it was time to do that. And that was really scary. So what gave you the courage to make that leap? I think just trusting my intuition and trusting, you know, the divine that I, this is what's calling to me and understanding that my purpose was to help other people. And I was sitting in my job. I wasn't doing that. And the longer I waited, the less people I was able to help. And also that I physically couldn't do it anymore. I had been doing mm-hmm. like that for years, working two jobs, working my own business and working this. I just physically, there's no, I would have slept two hours a day, you know, <laughs> You know, so yeah. for me, it came to this point where, like, I don't have a choice. Like, I have to, to do this. And the other thing that was a huge challenge for me was, Melody, people see me now, and they, you know, I've got these photos, and they're like, oh, she likes being, you know, she likes being on camera. And I have been doing a lot of Facebook Lives, and I will be starting a YouTube channel. If you, By the time you're listening to this, I probably have started my YouTube channel already, um, Bermahia, but I will be Bermahia Art of Balance. I have always been afraid of the camera and I've always been petrified of being on videotape. So if you look at most of my life as an adult, you don't see many pictures of me. I don't have that many pictures of me. People are taking photographs. I usually put my, you know, I'd always put my hand up or go away. I don't, didn't like photos. And when I was in the third grade, they recorded me doing a speech. I, Melody, I was mortified. I hated my voice. I was like, oh my God, is that's what I sounded like. So I've always hated it and been afraid and I had an understanding again about a year ago that I was supposed to empower people and I needed to brand myself in order to do that so it was kind of like you know God telling me you know divine universe whatever you know want to call it but it was like spirit telling me this is what you're going to do and this is how you're going to do it and I was like okay let me do it and um, just a few months ago about six months ago about five months ago I did my Facebook first Facebook live I joined a, a women networking group, which was wonderful. It was around women. That was another big thing. It was around women that are very successful financially in their businesses. And that was good for me because I'd always been around people that were struggling. So, um, but they challenged us and they challenged me that they needed to do a Facebook live. And so I told all my friends uh, that I was doing one on a certain day at a certain time, Tuesday at seven o'clock. And I got on there and I started talking. And because it's live, you can't stop. Because like mm-hmm. two minutes through Melody, I started and I thought after two minutes, I'm like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. I do not want to do this. I want to quit. <laughs> I had like 10 of my friends watching me live, so I couldn't just stop. So I just continued. And I discovered that when the lines were easier for me because I was actually, like right now I'm talking to a live person, talking to you. So I just looked at it. People are listening to me and I'm just talking to them like they're in my living room. So it helped me. But the first time, oh, my goodness, I said, um, 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 so many times. And then yeah. after, afterwards, I was literally shaking. My hands were shaking for 40 minutes after. 
I was so scared. But then it just kind of gets easier. And it's kind of one of those things. They also say that sometimes the thing that you most fear is what you're supposed to be doing. It's kind of following your bliss. Sometimes yeah. the cave that you're afraid to enter is where your treasure lies. So that cave that I was afraid to enter was talking on camera and being on camera. That was my cave that I was afraid to enter all my life. And when I entered it, and I was brave, and I entered this thing that was really scary to me, there was my treasure. Because my treasure is that it flows for me, and I'm able to impact people and reach people and ultimately change people's lives because I was able to do that. For me, that's the biggest treasure. You know, I've already had people come to me saying, change my life. And for me, that's, that's the greatest thing in the world. If I can help another person follow their bliss, heal their hearts, you know, live the life they're supposed to live and be happy and empowered and let go of the sadness and the pain and, you know, all the things that are blocking them. For me, there's nothing greater. So I, so that's my treasure. So that's, that's, that's amazing. Well, this has been such a fun conversation. Where can people find you um, if they want to connect with you and learn about you and your program? Well, you can find me, the probably easiest way would be to go to my website. It'll talk about myself and the program. So it will be Bird Mejia, B-I-R-D, like a bird. It's, it's a bird, everybody. Bird. And then Mejia is M-E-J-I-A.com. So it's, it's a Mexican name. That's why the J is pronounced like an H. So it's birdmejia.com. You can also find me on Instagram um, and Facebook under Bird Mejia Art of Balance. But um, probably birdmejia.com probably the easiest way to find out about my programs and what I do. So wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And it was so wonderful to hear more about you and what you're doing. And I look forward to just seeing you flourish and blossom in the rest of 2018. Thank you, Melody. It is a joy. I, um, I love what you're doing. Um, I love how you're empowering women and how you are following your own bliss and you are serving us and women and everybody. I'm very thankful. Very thankful to be here. Very thankful to be here. Well, thank you. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.